Hey kids, um, this is a segment I'm trialing with my friend Richard Harris, who is an amazing photographer. And we get together every so often and we have amazing conversations. And I wanted to capture some of these conversations in podcast form. So what I'm calling Talk More is an extension of Time to Talk, um, the weekly conversations and the kind of conversations I'm having with people. But this space is a very candid, very expansive um, conversation around wellness, well-being, spiritual health, um, mental health, masculinity, um, that I'm having with my friend, um, Richard Harris, who's an amazing photographer. Um, he's a youth worker. Um, he has such an amazing insight into all of this stuff. And I thought that us sitting down, having a conversation and bringing it into the world of podcasts, into the community, would be great. And um, in doing so, we kind of had a real deep, in-depth conversation um, this week. So each every two weeks, um, we hope to get an episode like this out to you guys, and um, where we are just speaking candidly about all of the stuff I mentioned. And um, let me know what you think. Let me know if you enjoy what we talk about, if you enjoy, you know, like, it is we have the conversations about what we have the conversations about but um you know we're consistently looking for people i'm consistently looking for people to you know contribute you guys are who listen you know um so love for you to contribute to the episode send voice notes in if you refer on things you want us to to hear from you guys um we want us to talk about you can always email me at alex at alexholmes.co and so this week we sat down and this is a very introductory episode um, for Rich and um, I, uh, we kind of, you know, we introduce him and we have a chat, but we talk about uh, the kind of hobbies that we've been picking up in um, since a year on, since the pandemic. We talk about just what is going on with us, what we're reading, uh, what we've been watching, and um and we also but we have a long um and in-depth conversation about easter and about our experiences with christianity and um we have a long conversation with that so brace yourself for that conversation there um especially in the wake of lil nasex um and stuff but yeah i would say sit down you know have this on in the background while you're washing up or you know drinking your coffee or whenever you're whatever you're doing chill it's a very relaxed conversation it's a very casual conversation and I'm so blessed to have friends in my life like Rich who can kind of come and meet me where I'm at and I can meet him where he's at and we can have a very very um comfortable conversation about uncomfortable things you know and um so I'm hoping to have more conversations like this um, and if you have any questions at all, don't be afraid to drop a voice note. We're always looking to hear what your perspectives are on um, on any things that you're struggling with with regards to well-being, wellness, um, spiritual health, emotional resilience, mental health, um, you know, 
we're Rich and I are quite long in the tooth with certain things. I'm training to be a therapist. He's been in the myriad of situations that you can bring a lot of life wisdom to. So have I. And um, drop us a, a voice note um, or a, an anonymous email or a message. And I'm happy to happy to read out on on the show or comfortable for you guys. Um, and you know we can share our musings and share our understandings of what's been going on so far. So. This is the first iteration of Talk More. Um, I've been feeling a lot of transformation since the the new moon, the full moon came in uh, last week. And it's very, yeah, I'm um, really energized. I've got a very, I've got a new perspective on a lot of different things and very cleansing cleansing moments and moving into a space of quite a bit of transformation just mentally and spiritually um so i'm looking forward to just exploring and expanding on these conversations with you guys and um i want to just you know shout out to you guys for kind of really embracing these challenging conversations each week there are you know they're not all they're not all fun and games you know but as i say in this episode I think it's really important that I spend a lot of time in the dark because I like to help men come out of the dark and into the light so they can see the light so they can kind of create safe experiences for women, children, uh, non-binary siblings, trans people, you know, um, and really create that light for each of us there. So I spend a lot of time in the dark and sometimes I really just love to laugh. I love to play. I love to get into my body and explore that because we sp- I spend so much time in the heavy stuff. I spend so much time um, exploring the inner workings of the mind, um, the body, the spirit, masculinity, um, you know, um, anti-violence against women and girls and all of this stuff and I'm seeing stories and feelings and emotions and I'm absorbing so much. Sometimes it's so good for me to get into play and get into um, experience and get into my body and get and kind of laugh and live and find the joy, you know, and really dwell in it and dwell in the happiness and the experience experiences and expansion with my friends and my family and the work I do and the things of that nature but there are days where it gets heavy and it's so important for me that I take some time out to laugh so you'll see you'll hear a lot of laughter in this episode you'll hear a lot of um <laughs> comments made back and forth you'll hear a lot of comfortability here it's because play is important it's a huge aspect of what it means to work and navigate this wellness space and be the, and be the light so people can kind of come out of the darkness and embrace themselves in ways that we've been taught that we are just not allowed to embrace ourselves in. So sit back, relax, enjoy the episode and you know, let me know if you enjoy it. Let me know what you like. Let me know what you don't like. And we can see how far we can expand these conversations every two weeks. So here is the first installment of Talk More 
Thanks again for listening. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Check out my book if you're so interested. Time to talk. What, how men think about love, belonging, and connection. All of that stuff is in the show notes. And I look forward to hearing what you say, what you feel. And remember, don't feel afraid to drop a voice note to us. It'll be in the show notes. Uh, drop a message, an email. And um, yeah, I look forward to catching you on the other side. Peace. Just noticed the trim. Oh my gosh! Look at the touch up. Look at the. Ah, oh, you can't have me out here like this. Oh, see now, I, just I feel could like not be in these. Face. I could not be in these streets looking like a muffin <laughs> on the very on the month of my book launch. I don't understand. Boris did you did wait, not. Wait, wait, wait. Did you cut it yourself or did you get a trim up? <laughs> yeah, cut it myself. Listen, I'm, I'm asking. Listen, the, the pandemic has done a lot to a lot of people, innit? I tried doing that. I tried doing that back in the first lockdown and it yeah. was not cute at all. Oh. So, but um. yes. Um, all right, so we can kind of... Are you on Twitter? Are you on Twitter? No. Uh, Why? Because I, I got into this... I'm not going to call it a beef. It's not a Twitter beef. But I got into... I got looped into this conversation with this guy, um, Anthony Bradley, who is a professor of religion with King's College. Um, first of all, he was tweeting, he was, he was, he just sent some tweets out asking about little Nas X. All right, um, let's, let, let's pause that then. We can, we can talk about that in a minute. I haven't, I haven't watched the video yet, but I've, I've heard something about it. All right. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so. Um, I have no idea how to introduce this or what this is going to be, but here we are. Welcome to what I'm going to call Talk More. This is an extra, when I say extra, in, in all manner of the of the word extra-ness. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be extra conversation oh my via the Time to Talk channel. It's going to be the most casual, most vulnerable place. Um... And um, I'm your host, Alex Holmes, and I'm joined by one of my good friends, a beautiful human, oh. and Richard Harris. Do you want to go yeah. talk about yourself? But, okay, before we actually jump into that, um, I do want to say that I kind of, I wanted to create the space, and I did reach out to Rich, and we kind of had an off-the-cuff phone call about this, um, and it was just a space to hold regular conversation because you know each Monday I have mm. an in-depth chat and then I kind of do reflections and everything is kind of like it's really quite grounded quite serious as well but um th- this is as equally as serious but it's also as unserious as it can get as well um <laughs> because uh, because you know what like because we, I'm unserious <laughs> you bring out the unseriousness in me Rich <laughs> anyway oh. before so that's that. Um, so that will be... So, yeah. Do you want to introduce yourself, Rich? Um, yes. How do I introduce myself? My name is Richard Harris. Um, I should have thought about this, you know. I should have, I should have thought about how to introduce myself. I, I can introduce a... you. I can introduce you for you. Okay, you introduce me. You introduce me. You introduce so, 
I'm here with the bad bitch that is Richard Harris. <laughs> and um, Richard, Richard, and I, Richard and I have been friends for, I don't even know how long we've been friends for. But um, going back, yeah. But, um, you know, we met when I was doing Mostly Lit. And, um, you know, he took loads of photos for us. And um, he's since taken loads of photos for me as well. And um, it's just amazing. He does loads of amazing photography. He's very creative. He's got a brilliant laugh, as you heard. And um, <laughs> yeah, and, I, and you know, he's just all kinds of great human. And um, he's a wholehearted man. And, you know, and those are the kind of men I surround myself with. Yeah, Rich and I have, um, yeah, we've known each other for a while. And does that, does that set up your, your introduction for you? Does that make it easier for you, Rich? Yeah, that's good, man. So I guess let me let me give people a little bit of background about me. Yes, so I trained, I trained in youth and community work um, back 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 in the day. Uh, I spent a great many years, um, nearly two decades actually, as a youth pastor and youth worker, um, and transitioned over into photography a few years ago, just because. Youth work was keeping my bucket pockets dry and empty, and to provide. <laughs> but um, yeah, the thing that I really have loved about you, Alex, is <clears throat> your pursuit of of refining yourself and your pursuit of really engaging with emotional wholeness. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a journey that I've I've tried to. Um, yeah, walk for myself as well. So it's really good to be able to, yeah, spend time with you and to the conversations that we've had over the years. They've usually been very, uh, very funny, very enjoyable, but I've always come away with something that has left me, um, yeah, pursuing more growth. So mm. when you contacted me about this, it was, uh, yeah, it was a real win win for me. Yeah. Because also, even if people are just listening to this, I actually get to stare at you this whole time. So <laughs> it's just a double blessing. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, who in their right mind is going to turn down this opportunity? <laughs> like, just to look at me, yes. <laughs> so um, it's beautiful. But yeah. Um, guys, actually, you have yeah. to attribute Richard to me doing these videos and putting them on Instagram because he was the one that was telling me that my focus <laughs> was in and out and I was doing a piggy hugger. He's the one that told me to hey. move my desk to here by the window. <laughs> so now that you've seen me doing all this stuff, like... Um, it's, all in ser- it's all in service of me just being able to see you better, Alex. That's all there it we is. go. Like, it's literally like that, you know that um, Whitney Houston and Brandy thing and she's like why are you down there <laughs> like impossible <laughs> that's literally the conversations we have oh, um, so talk more um, yeah I wanted to expand the conversations that, that we have um, everybody's like you know we want to have more conversations we want to do more stuff especially mm-hmm. in the age of corona and um, the pandemic and this pandemonious that we're in. Um, we are trying to have more conversations, but I also think that we need to have more fun conversations, but just balance yeah. it out with like, just kind of just more interesting stuff, stuff that people can listen to and, you know, take something away, but get an insight into some stuff. And mm-hmm. um, I'm kind of get like a bit more of an insight into kind of what I think about things or insight to what you think about things. 
um, because even when we when I do the weekly conversations, it's about the guest, and it has to be about the guest because mm. that's what mm-hmm. they are there for. It's for them. Um, but this is about us. This is about you, you personally. <laughs> this is about me personally, and this is kind of where we go. Um, I do envisage, like, you know, bring on other guests, other people who have previously been on the um, on the show. Um, so it's a conversation with friends of the show. So um, I envisage Rich will be here. Nice. <laughs> um, there with me. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> cool. trouble. Yeah, creating trouble, staring the butt, dashing in questions, and doing what he's got to do. Um, and no idea whether it's going to be every two weeks or once a month, but whatever you get, you get. That's <laughs> it. You get what you pay for. You get what you, <laughs> you, get what you pay for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, no, but wait, wait. Me. But I wanna, I wanna ask. So, one, what is one thing that you have been doing to invest in your own like fun? In my own fun, um, yeah. as in like, ooh, like getting into play, like really getting into all of that stuff. Yeah, well, don't make it sound saucy, like getting like, into play, yeah. getting into. No. <laughs> <laughs> I um, yeah. Like, can I just say? Can I just say before you answer? Just because over this pandemic, mm. almost everyone that I've spoken to has been on some kind of journey of personal growth. Or going through something incredibly difficult. Obviously, everyone is experiencing the kind of the, the trauma of this time. This is a very this is a historical moment. Um, yeah. But like you said, a lot of the conversations have been really serious. They've been really deep. They've been really challenging. Um, and one thing that I quite early on recognized for myself is like I was trying to do work, and then I was trying to do my own business stuff on the side and then also like mapping out like what other hustles can I do to just you know make it through whatever um and within a matter of months I was just burnt out because I wasn't really taking the time that I needed to not just to kind of sit down in front of the tv the other day and and watch you know Netflix Mm -hmm. but to actually carve out real time for myself and to invest in still finding like pockets of joy and yeah and just fun so oh, we're good no, <clears throat> yeah so so what has been your what has I been you. your practice um yeah i hear you we'll get back to what you just said in a minute but um yeah uh man since the past since the last lockdown i've invested in so many hobbies rich like really i've acquired two cameras two more cameras in the um I have I started calligraphy. Nice. But like yes. it's still in a box behind me. Uh, <laughs> but I've used it. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I've used it. Like you know, wait, but, it's still in a box. Hold on, wait. So you've started or you bought it? I started, I have started. And I have okay, used okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. I have used Let's it, I've got the kit and everything. Right, it's right. just one of them ones like I, you have to really kind of lay out the space for it. You've got to really sit there and be yeah, like, all right, cool, yeah, this yeah. is what I'm doing. It's a big mindset I'm, doing, thing. I'm doing this now, and I just haven't yeah. had the space to do that so far in this part of the new year. That's fair, that's fair. Um, what, what made you choose calligraphy? I love writing, man. I love lettering. I love it. Like, I wanted to start writing, like, just beautiful, like, letters of just kind of just whatever came to mind. 
whether yeah. it be some of my quotes that I put up on Instagram yeah, or nice. whether it be something and then I can kind of gift them to people because <laughs> then that would just be like the time I put um, into <laughs> So listeners, <laughs> into listeners you need to write in if you want a personalised letter from Alex yeah, well, hand pen <laughs> Do you know how hard it is actually to do, to do calligraphy? Yeah. Do you know how much ever you got put into them strokes? Like, I am not going <laughs> If you want woo. some of Alex's best strokes, right here, do it. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. But, like, this is what, <laughs> like, this is what I mean. Like, the, the, I've got calligraphy there. And then, um, and then, I think I just kind of, I just really just got into fitness and um, mm. my own fitness and my own kind of physical well-being. Um, but I got back into um, skating recently. Um, I was skating, and I've lo- I loved skating growing up. Between seven, sixteen, and eighteen, before I could rave, I was in like the roller skating parties, and nice. um, I remember learning for the very first time how to skate up a hill. Um, don't ask me why I was doing that, but I was <laughs> doing that. That's what I was doing. Um, so. But so I did that. So yeah, I've just um, I just really kind of gotten back into skating now, and because I took, the, I, took my, I took my skates out last summer, but as it, I took them out as the summer was ending, so it started to it was just raining and it was like <laughs> it was just oh, it's a bit dead. So I, so I thought you know what I'm gonna take them back out. Yeah, I want to take them out as the summer begins next year. As yeah, and then kind of like really kind of so when it does start to rain or whatever, and it's not even phasing. I'm just gonna be like, well, I'm gonna go to the car park or yeah. wherever I want to skate and then kind of make it happen. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been doing, man. I'm just trying nice, to, oh, and I've been looking after my plants, and I started looking after plants. So that's what I, I saw was... some of your plants. I saw some of your plants. Your plants were looking very beautiful, and I was um, <coughs> slightly yeah, envious because my avocado. I've been growing avocados from seeds, and my avocado, avocado. has it's given it up, man. It's given up the. Growth. I, I would give up if I was an avocado. What am I? What am I trying no, to grow in? Was, what am I trying to grow in the no. UK for? It was looking so buff, Alex. It was looking so pretty. I'm, I mean, it was it was a good fourteen inches tall. It mm. was it was plush, but it's just gone. So I've only got a few young ones left now, and I gave mm. one to my mum because she's um she's complaining about her plants not not loving it. But okay. I have started a ginger. I've got a ginger now, and it's you got a ginger tree. Yeah, my, well, tree? <laughs> yeah. Whoa, we're not calling it a tree, but it is <clears throat> it is about ten inches tall now as well. So it's looking very nice, very nice. Okay. okay. But but before we start talking about fauna and flora, I do have some technical questions about the skates. Okay. Do you have, um, and is it mandatory? So it's a kind of a double question. Mm-hmm. The booty shorts. The what's up? The what shorts? <laughs> <laughs> the booty shorts. Because when I pick, when you say you've been skating, what I picture in my head, Alex, is very tight. The pom pom shorts, clinging red bum bum shorts. You need <laughs> to be out Those here. Those dark chocolate in stems pump, in pom pom shorts. <laughs> you want me to be out in the street? In. You make me sick. Listen, it's not about what I want, Alex. I can't lie to you. You on the are first day, the on, world the, when, with. on the first day I went out skating like two weeks ago, <laughs> I I wore my carnival shorts. Yes. And I was out there with See? my carnival shorts in the, in the tennis court. That I but it. no, <laughs> like I wear tracksuits. <laughs> tracksuits. Leg warmers? Yeah, man. My leg legs are way too long. Not leg warmers. Not leg warmers. Um, you're nearly as tall I would, as I would, I would, I would do that, though. I would do, I would do that. Would do I would leg, get... Yeah, leg warmers look... Listen, leg warmers around the skates, 
I, there's just, I don't think you can wear it and look bad. I just don't. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, Maybe I'm it's because I came some. up in the 80s. It's probably because I came up in the 80s, but to me, the, I mean, once it. you put on roller skates, all bets are off. Do what you do, do you know what I'm saying? Mm, yes, that's do true, that's true. Um, the, one, and the one thing I'm finding about with roller skating is that it's, it's deep kind of roots in to, into, it deep roots in black culture. Like, oh, yeah. An, an expression, time. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. it has real deep kind of connotations to just blackness. So, like, yeah. I was, like, um, I was skating the other day and I literally just had my headphones on and I was listening to, like, Buju. And then I had, like, um, I had, like, I had hip-hop on and then I had dancehall going on and whatnot. And it was just nice because whenever it was at the roller skating rinks as well, growing up, it was, like, it was just like black music. It's like it was just like a proper rave, like dance, and it was just nice to kind of be around. Yeah, like, obviously, there, there were you know there were everybody from different races there, but the culture was um, was black culture, and um, yeah, to dig it deep into those roots and for your mental well being as well, just to be able to be outside, like kind of in your own kind of space, really mm-hmm. just trying to get certain like technical stuff down, um, and just like falling. I felt like like I've got like a bruise here on my oh head. wow yikes so, um yeah so there we go yeah man there's um there's a really beautiful song sg lewis has a song called holding back featuring galant <clears throat> and it talks about that as uh, i think it's based in atlanta mm. and it talks about how skating was just it was just the culture you know and it, it actually got a lot of people out of you know out of the street crime and just into these uh, skate rings, and they have these, you know, groups that form and they battle. And yeah, it, I mean, you just see it just in the video. It's a short video. Yeah, um, people can Google it if they want it, but it's. All right, I'll put it yeah, in the show beautiful. notes. But you know, what are you in? Are you in a? Are you into? One, are you in one of them? Nah, I'm trying to groups? form. I'm trying to form a collective and a clique. Yeah, I'm trying to be a part of one. I don't know what I'm trying to do, but oh, wait, do you know? There's some, I need to connect you with someone called Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, she's 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 dope. Oh my mm. gosh, she's dope. Actually, I, oh, I can't believe I haven't connected you already. Actually. No, yeah, man. I think you'll like it. her. I'm gonna send you. She's because she's been on the skating heavy, and she's Listen. she's busting the moves now. That's what I'm so, saying. Uh, I remember when I was coming up here, and I was like, when it was like, you know, what was it, mid 2010s, kind of mm-hmm, early mm-hmm, 10, mm-hmm. Two, mid 2000, 2010, whatever that period, the noughties, early noughties. Um, <laughs> It was so fun because I remember I remember I used to be there and I used to, be, I used to always get some of my friends used to go and like and as I got older like a few of us were like dedicated skaters like we were kind of mm-hmm. we'd be like after because we used to skate in Wembley we used to skate down to yeah. the McDonald's drive through and skate oh, yeah, yeah, on yeah, there yeah, yeah. skate through the nice. drive through on that nice. thing but nice. there was always like I remember when it was like this um there was like this there were these there's like this group of guys that used to come yeah. and they used to like have like their it's purple down one side. And they're white down the other side. And they just used to just jam out. Like, it was just nice. them sort of thing. Okay. It was so, it was so joyous. And it's just like that like carefreeness, you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, and I think, but it's also like, so I'm like, but I was saying this to my dad the other day. So when I was coming up, it was around 16, 17. Mm-hmm. And like, obviously there were other, there were elders there who were kind of like, you know, mid 20s, late 20s, early 30s, mm-hmm. teaching us how to skate and stuff. So now I'm going to be getting into it again. Am I going to be that elder that's going to be teaching people yeah, how to skate? Yeah, of course. I was like, this is so weird. Of course, weird. you're going to be uncle. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to be uncle on the skates. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be uncle on the skates. Oh, my goodness. 
Uh, Alright. So the old man vibes, the coming first, man. Well, you before me, fam. Listen, I feel like I'm already there. When I can try and get up out of a chair, I'm like, whoo! Woo, this hit, this hit, no, quick. Oh, I've been skipping every morning. Every morning, it's only day five of April. I've only been skipping for five days in April. Yeah, <laughs> and my no, lower back, my lower back, is Ooh. doing up, is doing up. Ouch! So, um, yeah. Um, Easter. Easter. What do you like? There are several, you know, things around. Um, I don't know, like, how do you kind of treat Easter? I remember you, you, you were telling me what you were up to this weekend, what was going on. Um, so I had my, I had my kids were here, for, they'd mm-hmm. just gone to their mum's house today. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So, um, what did we do? We baked, we baked hot cross buns together. Mm. Um, I slapped on the Miracle Maker, Hard Body, one of the greatest films of all time. <laughs> Hard body, is that what it's called? I'm dead. It's not called Move, man. No, it's called the, the film is called Miracle Maker. Oh, it Miracle is, Maker, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't slap on a film called Hard Body for my kids. <laughs> Parent of the year. Alright, um, fine. No, but it's good. <laughs> um yeah, so we watched we actually only got through half of Miracle Maker. Um, it was just lots of cooking this weekend. Lots of cooking. The weather was good, so we were playing outside. Easter egg hunt yesterday, which was lit. I had to do three different hunts though, because my kids are just different levels. Mm. You can't you can't do one hunt and expect everyone to come out happy. So yeah, I had to avoid the tears. But um, yeah, I know my nieces and nephews have been out there doing Easter egg, Easter egg, Easter egg, Easter egg, Easter egg hunts. Yeah, man. <laughs> Just call it Easter hug, you know. We know what you're talking about. Easter hugs, you know what I mean. Everybody can get can get with the program. Easter egg hunts as well. Yeah, um, I think it's still weird. I never used to do Easter egg hunts growing up. So I'm thinking all these oh, parents doing doing extraness for their picnic. I'm like, was I even did Ooh, I even do this? Yeah, I have to ask my mum. Because <laughs> I, I, I yeah, don't actually, that's a good point. I I remember. I remember the teddy bears picnic. I'm trying to think. Did I do Easter egg hunts? The teddy bears picnic. Teddy Bear's picnic was hard. I still, to this day, don't know what it was about. But I remember it being hard. Okay. Did you do do Teddy Bear's picnic? I don't remember what that was. was All right, let me shut up before I embarrass myself then. No, no, what is it? What is it? What is it, it, uncle? Tell me about about back in the day. Tell me what happened back in the day. Let me know. Tell the youngest. All I remember, all I remember is the hype. I just Mm. remember how excited I was to take Leo, my teddy bear, out on a road trip. I just remember, like, loads of kids descending upon this park. Everyone had their teddy bears. Obviously, like, you know, teddy bears usually just cotching in the house, aren't they? You're out doing mm-hmm. your thing, but you can't really you can't really enjoy the day with your teddy bear. So this was the yeah, one time that, really. that Leo came out on adventures, and it was great. Yeah. I, but I don't remember what the point so of it was. So you would take the teddy bear on a picnic? I'm talking. There are hundreds and hundreds of families, Alex, in one park. Everyone came. You provided the food. Stuff. Did you provide the food yourself? Yeah, it's a picnic, isn't it? You bring your own. Oh. You bring. Your, I think it was like a bring and share kind of situation. I think that it was probably that something that was just about. We ain't sharing. Can you imagine? Never <laughs> that. that <clears throat> never that. Don't, them days are over. It's done. Picnic. I have to ask. I can't remember. 
remember. Yeah. I True say I was a Ute between, I was a Ute between, between 94, <laughs> between 94 and 97. So. <laughs> <laughs> 94 in 2003 I just came out I just came out the womb knowing I was like look yeah I, this childhood is not going to last long let me just get a, get me get a, was like, an early I just was like buy your teddy bear and buy your picnic I'm, I'm reading bear, Tchaikovsky picnic, I'm reading I'm going to be playing Chaucer. chess I'm going to be reading <laughs> I'm reading 600 page, page books you kids can, can, can enjoy this whatever this is I'm oh going to be over here goodness. with the adults. And the adults will send me back and say, so I'm getting the grown people business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I sit with these kids and be like, yeah, shut up, kids. But, yeah, like, I never, I don't know, man. Um, Easter eggs and Easter hunts and stuff. It's been a lot about different stuff. I wanted you to speak to a bit about, like, because I know that like, I, I love Easter culturally for, mm. like, the West Indian culture that comes with Easter, which is the frying mm-hmm. of fish, the cleaning mm-hmm, of the house, mm-hmm. the sitting down all weekend and not putting the stove on really because there's bare fish, yeah. we still got loads of fish yeah. here. Um, yeah. And stuff. But, um, you know, again, as, do, are we former Christians or what What are we? Are we just yeah, probably people who yeah, just dabble in the question. world? <laughs> I don't know. So, I don't know. I, I, I think... I, I, I'm, I'm starting to lean towards. So let me, let me. All right, this is my thing. Right, Christian was a. An insult. Lobbied at the disciples. Christian is oh. a word. It, it, it's like saying like. Little Jesus. Oh, oh wow, actually, okay. little Jesus. Yeah. So so for me, I think. One of the things that I've been thinking about a lot is you know, as as I've increasingly found churches to not really feel like safe spaces for me as a black man um <clears throat> I'm, I'm very hesitant to adopt the label christian because there's so much baggage that comes with it there's so much racism so much colonialism baked in especially if you're you know in in the west um but i i still find an incredible amount of wisdom and beauty and life in the person of Jesus and the things that he had to say and the things that he taught. So I'm, I'm very interested in learning more about him and, and modeling my life more after him. But I think Christian is a term that I would find it hard to call myself. I think if I look enough like Jesus for someone else to to label me that way, I'm fine with that. But I just think I don't know. My my thing at the moment is regardless of whatever label I put myself or put on myself. In some ways that that doesn't matter to me. Like it's, it doesn't matter what I label myself doesn't matter. The the important thing is what I look like and how I live. And I just think like I'm a mess, and I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to be at least a beautiful mess, um, <clears throat> and you know some of that wisdom is coming from from Jesus and that and the the Jewish faith, um, and some of it is 
uh, coming from the Sufis, the mystics, you know. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know how I would label myself. I guess you're right in that, actually. Just kind of the way that we, um, the way that we kind of, we navigate what that means to us as we grow older. And um, so funny, on my way back, walking back home, um, I just passed my old pastor. Like, he's like mm. my, the local pastor of the area. Yeah. Yeah, and like, I'm friends with his son and stuff. And it's just like, it was just really interesting because I was like, oh, hey, da, da, da. but it's like, they've kind of seen you grow up and kind of yeah. be in their space and whatnot. It's really weird. Um, I think for me, as somebody who is, is very spiritually led, Mm. Um, Christianity really set the baseline for what that was, for what that meant yeah. to me. You know, what I mean, like yeah. it, it, it set me up with the, the, with the, with a particular set of morals, a particular set of mm-hmm. beliefs, a particular set of kind of um, discipline and understanding of faith, um, and it did set up my worldview. As I grew older, I began to expand that worldview across, you know, different modalities. So you know, Zen. Buddhism is something that I'm really into. Mm. Um, obviously, meditations. Um, you know, I've, I've read. I love Rumi and his Sufism, mm-hmm. and um, I kind of and I really look into you know this, the other spiritual elements, like the things that we just don't quite talk about. The things of mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, just really just the expansion of where where we're at. Like I'm really interested in things like Reiki and um, astral projection, and I don't get too I don't get too far into all of that into, into describing all of that because I can't I can't always find the language but those are the things yeah, that yeah, yeah. are super super interesting to me but I, I do find it weird to say Alex are you a Christian because mm. I just look at it and I think I love Jesus and I do love mm-hmm. what he stood for I think I saw somebody somebody put on Instagram they were like oh, if you don't sin then what did Jesus die for like, <laughs> and I was like, word, word. <laughs> like, I get it. But like, when I think about it and I think about what, what do, I'm more concerned with what we don't know about Jesus than what we yeah. do know about yeah. Jesus. Because it's, it's so old, like it's 2020 years old, the story. Mm-hmm. And it kind of like 21, 2021 years old, the story, right? And it's just like we, there's so much that has changed and been manipulated and moved and edited and pushed and da 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 da. Um, so for me, I'm like, I, I just, I sit with the idea and the reminder that Jesus is a someone who didn't like the bullshit. I was very much just like, no, like, I don't, I don't, I don't like the way people are being treated. I don't like all of this stuff. I think he just kind of like, and he just embodied somebody who was like the original social justice warrior. <laughs> like, yeah. do you know what I mean? The original person who was like, like, nah, 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 nah. This is, this, this is not my vibe. You guys are like, you know, spiritually effing me up. Like, I just don't understand. Like, you guys are a proper like off key and I don't like it. Like, <laughs> so that's kind of, and that's kind of where I, and that's, and that's the way I look at him because I also think to myself, like, when you start to get all caught up in the, all the other stuff, it distracts us from the mission that we should be, that we should, that we are on here to do, which is to be the better, as better human, better humans than the generation that came before us. Yeah. And I just don't yeah. see, and, I, and there's been a huge, like, yeah, we've become better, quote unquote, like technologically and, you know, societally and um, our living 
conditions and things like that in places mm-hmm. have become have been improved. But I also think that we are we've done a lot. We've done a huge disservice to a lot of people. In oh, one hundred percent. And I don't 100%. think, and a lot of people, and a lot of us just haven't learned from that. And it doesn't mean that there's any one religion that is right because I feel like mm-hmm. there's no one. No religion is right. I do mm-hmm. think that everybody is saying the same thing, but from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I just yeah. So I can pick up the tools and lessons from Zen. And Buddhism, I can pick up the tools and lessons from Hinduism. Mm-hmm. I can pick up the tools from Christianity, uh, Islam, Judaism. Like you know, what I mean, everybody has mm-hmm. their kind of real, um, you know, their real truths, their their mm-hmm. spiritual intelligence. They have that there in them. It's when it becomes <laughs> things like doctrine, and um, you know, and dogma. That's the stuff yeah. that really, really challenges me, and. Um, and I think Christianity it really does hinder a lot of black people, to be honest, uh, in the way that we have the way that we've experienced it. It does hinder a lot of black people. I I, I look at I look at things through the eyes of mystics. Mm. So, you know, and I try to really kind of push that, have that yeah. as a part of my um, my core. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I agree. Like, yeah, with so much of what you just said, and I. I'm I'm landing in a very similar place like over the last few years all of my well maybe that's a stretch to say that but the majority of my best teachers have been mystics or mystically leaning Mm. Um, and I think it is that ability to draw from different um, places where you can find truth and where you find yeah like There are certain people that you meet or certain people that you hear and you can just see that there is a quality in them that is very beautiful, very compassionate, very giving, very, like, you know, whatever, like, some, mm. like very luminous. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it's important that we can take stock and look at those people and see, you know, what can, what can I learn from this person? And yeah. I don't like this very insular um, attitude that tends to permeate a lot of the church or certainly my church experience and, I, and I'm guilty of this as well <clears throat> of just being like if it's not coming from my church then it can't be it can't be legit I don't care who you are or what you think like I just I, I, I can't really get down with that type of thinking anymore um, I don't think uh, you know obviously everyone has doctrine whatever you call it it's you know if you have a set of beliefs um, Mm. that you teach even if that is just you know be kind to other people um be compassionate be generous like that's doctrine if you if you hold that and you teach it that's doctrine um Mm. but i think i think um dogma is more rigid and that becomes very problematic yeah and and the thing is the issue that i have with dogma is it's not like we believe the same things that we believed five years ago. Just as people. Just as adults. And even, you know, we could say, you know, 15 years ago, um, we don't hold the same beliefs because life has taught us new lessons and thrown difficult experiences at us that we have had to navigate our way through. Mm. And 
the church is, is exactly the same, you know, maybe the growth cycle is longer, um, but if we went back a hundred years, it's not like we would be able to say, yeah, 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 cool, like, everything that the church is teaching right now, yeah, cool, 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 like, it's just not like that, because as we grow as people, as we learn, we you know, we, we understand new things, we discover new things, we challenge new things. Like, there was a time where everyone in the church was banging that the, the world was flat. <clears throat> they were literally stringing people up who said that the world was round because it challenged their interpretation mm. of of what the Bible was saying. Can you imagine if the world was flat, then? Sorry. I, just that... I mean... I just... <laughs> you would have to fall off at some point but 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 alex i mean yes you would but remember that that's that was their argument for why the earth was flat because they were like if it was a bull people would be dropping off left right and center okay because they just weren't they weren't really rocking with gravity like <laughs> they didn't right. but fair. the thing is that like the the way that i see it is you know we we understand we we are growing as a human race in the same way that we grow as individuals mm. over time we are broadening our understanding of the world and what makes it work and that is then informing our outlook onto the world mm-hmm. and shaping the way that we interact with it so <clears throat> we have to well i mean we don't have to do anything but for me it makes sense that what I believe today, I, you know, I give my my energy to, my strength to, but I also have to hold in my in myself this tension that in five years' time I could outgrow this belief. Mm-hmm. I could outgrow mm-hmm. this understanding. I could change mm-hmm. my mind about this. So when I, you know, when I encounter someone who believes something very different or who who wants to challenge my belief then I'm trying to approach those encounters with a bit more grace and a bit more understanding like cool <clears throat> you and I don't see eye to eye in this on this issue yeah. maybe there's something about the way that you see it that I can learn from and mm. even if there isn't it may just be that in four years time in five years time in ten years time you're going to outgrow your current belief and I have to allow you the same grace to grow that I have, that I had, you know, because it took me thirty odd years to get to where I am now, and if it takes you ten years, it's going to take you ten years. If it takes yeah. you five, it's going to take you five. If it takes you twenty, it's going to take you twenty. Um, but and um, I know you wanted to speak about this 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 beef you had on Twitter about Lil Nas X, <laughs> unless you wanted to, <laughs> unless you not yeah. even a beef, man, not even a beef. But I think we, I mean, it's. In short, I mean, I just wanted to get your take on the whole thing because I mm-hmm. actually, I hadn't seen the video when I got roped into this thing. Um, someone added me in it and then I was just in it. Um, <laughs> but my whole, I, I, watched, I watched this, I watched the reaction video that uh, Little Nas X put out and I just thought, Mwah, chef's kiss, absolute mm-hmm. genius. Um, but essentially, 
in the video, he depicts... He, I mean, it's all biblical imagery from Garden of Eden to him depicting himself going to hell. And I, I've read just a lot of Christians, a lot of evangelicals on there getting a bit twisted and a bit upset, whatever. And mm. I was just thinking, why are you upset? What, what exactly are you upset about? Uh. Because this is what most churches teach gay people. That they're sinful, rah, 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 that they're going to hell. Yeah. So here you have a, a young man who's finally come out as gay. He's beginning to embrace you know, that side of his identity publicly. He's and it basically visualized what you have been telling him for all of his life because he grew up. I have since discovered in the church, and he's basically just depicted what you're teaching him. Why are you now upset about that? This is what you've yeah. been telling him. Mm. What do you have to be upset about? It's true. <clears throat> but but there's but I've watched the video since then, and I think that there are so many things. I actually think he's actually him and his team. I think they are genius. Yeah, he's a genius, mate. Like, the thing about that as well, like I, my heart goes out to him as well because it's those same feelings that I felt when I was in the church mm. and in those spaces, mm. um, not really feeling quite right, not feeling that mm. you feel like they're praying that you that you'll that you'll be corrected and mm-hmm. fixed and all these different things, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and all of that stuff about. Going to hell and all this stuff. Yeah. Sometimes you have to. Yeah. I, you got to, I got to say, I was like, you know what? Hell might not be so bad, you know. It might not be uh, so bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, but but it incorporates. But it incorporates so many different things. You sin mm. once, you go to hell. You do all these different mm. things. You go, you go, you go. And um, to, to see Lil Nas X walk so kind of mm. confidently and freely in his truth, it yeah. just is so. It's amazing to see. Yeah. I think I think it is beautiful. Like I have this I have this out of pocket theory. It's not a theory, but it's a meditation that I've been on recently. I actually thought about this when I was like sixteen, but it came back to me recently. There were twelve disciples, right? And I think we could probably take from the text that Jesus loved the disciples. I mean, his whole thing was about love one another. Love one another as I have loved you. Blah, 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 right? Mm -hmm. So why is there one disciple that decides to write about himself the one whom Jesus loved? That would be like 12 black guys and one of the black guys writing the black one in the group. Are you dumb? Mm. Unless he's not dumb and he was the one who Jesus loved. When Jesus is dying on the cross, he says to his mum, Mary, why are you crying? Look, there is your son, points to John. When does a mother inherit a new son? 
through what ceremony? Birth. <coughs> or death. Oh, is, there, is, this a, is, this a, is this a question? Adoption? Can't, I no, I mean, adoption is <laughs> one, but marriage, know, like... but marriage is another. Marriage. I have, I'm, I'm just going back over at the moment. I'm kind of revisiting a lot of the gospel oh, stories. Oh, I, I see what you're, I see, I see what you're read, saying. I'm beginning to read John's kind of very interesting description of himself as the one whom Jesus loved. As Jesus actually loved John. loved him, the, so your it, new son is your son-in-law. <laughs> yeah, really interesting. And it's kind of making sense, like because one of the things that always confused me, mm-hmm. and I know we said this confused me, is mm-hmm. why would God come to Earth in, like incarnate as a man? Because everything that Jesus taught was kind of like was overthrowing a lot of the power structures of the day, right? So when we're talking about, you know, the last will be first and the first shall be last. In order to gain your life, you need to lose it. Um, You know, the whole thing was about overcoming these oppressive power structures, but not with force, not with violence, not Mm. with might, but with love. There's, There's all of the, you know, you can just go through the whole list of things, all of these inversions, right? Even like you said, um, Jesus was very, 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 very progressive in how he was treating women at the time, right? Like, mm-hmm. even talking to women. So when, they, when the disciples come and say, why is Jesus talking to this woman when he's sitting in the well? It's, you could not, as a man in that culture, in that time, I mean, even now, if you go to the Middle East, there's, you know, you can't walk down the street and just chat to women. Like, it's not appropriate. You can't do it, right? So they come to him, and they, they come to the well, and they're like, why is Jesus... Why she's talking with this woman? <clears throat> now, I revisited this story with this kind of lens of John being the one who Jesus loved. And I was thinking, that's actually really funny that all the disciples would be like, why is Jesus talking to a woman? Like, John, what's this? What's going on? Because isn't that, isn't that your... Mm. I, I think... I, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. The point that I started was, why did God come as a man? And the only, the, the one thing that I think makes sense in terms of this inversion of, you know, all of these power dynamics is if Jesus was queer. Mm. Imagine how upsetting that is to the powers that be, to the spiritual leaders of the day, if not just any man, but a queer man comes in the power of you know this this miraculous power of god like doing these healing these people transforming lives like really upsetting the power system like fully because if jesus is just another man another straight man there's to me it feels like there's something missing Mm. now i'm not gonna say like jesus and john were having sex there's nothing in the text that indicates that there was a that there was any kind of physical relationship with anyone, as far as I'm concerned with Jesus. But mm. that doesn't stop him from loving John. And that doesn't stop them from being, like, you know, close and very, very, like, intimate as, you know, two guys. <clears throat> and then if you think about the fact that, you know, 
one of the the kind of accusations levied against Jesus is how he's spending time with prostitutes. Okay, I can understand on a like on a kind of social level, on a cleanliness level, like the the upset of spending time around prostitutes. But if you think about if you think about what it would take, if Jesus remains sinless, let's say he walks into a brothel. I mean, a brothel is a brothel. If mm. if Jesus were to walk into a strip club, there are gonna be people stripping. Yeah. So if you're straight, it doesn't matter how pure your intentions are. If people are stripping, then stripping. you're probably lusting. Mm. But if you're gay, it doesn't matter how naked that woman is, does it? I, so this is my this is just one of my meditations at the moment, and I and I think it's you have sense. literally blown my mind. This is what that, actually because hmm, let me meditate on that because yeah. we've, we've, we've most people I would have said I would hope not hope or I would imagine that quite a few people are aware of the Da Vinci Code film and books and um, how you know the, the the idea is that Jesus had a wife and there's a, deci- a descendant of him mm-hmm. out there and the Vatican Church we're out there trying to stop it but um that's the story that's that's literally the story um but yeah interesting mm. okay so should we kind of move on because i'm going to slot it in i need to figure out a way for it to end nicely yeah, so that yeah, i can yeah. slot it into the thing in between <laughs> and then it can kind of um weave in <laughs> the way they need to so i'm trying to figure out it's not it's not trying to make you awkward. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's but that was a really good. I really, I under like. I get that. That makes yeah. so much sense. All right. I'll say as well. I'll say. I'll say as well. The re- part of the reason why I think that this is, or part of the reason this is an important meditation for me, mm-hmm. is because, I think that there's been a real. Miss. Mishandling of Genesis. And. And I think it does a lot of damage to how you then look at the rest of the text. So in Genesis, there's obviously, well, maybe not obviously, but in Genesis, the story goes, you know, before anything was, before the world was whatever, whatever, God was just chilling. And then God, who either is schizophrenic or is more than one entity, says... um, you know, or starts creating everything. Let there be light, let there be this, let there be that, blah, 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 blah. That's all good. And then it comes to let us make man in our image. Now, either God is ridiculous or God is not just one singular male entity as it classically has been taught. Because let us make humankind and the word is not man forgive me that's a poor translation the word is not man and the word is humankind let's make humankind in our image right so these god characters or this god character makes Mm. this human form and the humans out doing this business eventually the god character again has a conversation that says okay it's not good for for this human to be alone so let us make and the translation, what normally gets taught is a helper, a, like a servant, 
but the actual word is used several other times throughout the Bible. Only a few, like maybe five or six other times. Every single other time it's used, it's used in relation to God. So the the kind of sentence would be, oh shit. I mean, not oh shit, because it's the Bible, but basically the sentiment is, oh shit, where is my help going to come from? That word help is better translated salvation. Where will my salvation come from? Who will save me? So when this God character says, let us make a helper for the human, that's a bad translation. An accurate translation is, let us make salvation for Mm -hmm. the human. And that's where the human is divided. And then for the first time, you have a distinct male and female character. So the original human is transgender. And there's a reading, there's a reading of this where God is transgender because God made humankind in God's own image and that image was neither male nor female. So the way that I'm, the way that I'm reading Genesis at the moment, like, so this would be my encouragement to you, my challenge to you. Mm -hmm. Go back and read Genesis, not Mm -hmm. as God, man, creating human man read it as a couple so a god male and a god female making a child and just see how that changes the tone of the story what i what i have seen that and there's so basically there are there are different words through genesis that are used to describe god and one is like a masculine pronoun and the other is a female pronoun but what's happened is that female pronoun has been taken out and the, the story makes a lot less sense. But when you put that female pronoun back in, then I think you begin to understand more of God's character. And there's so much that we lose without that. Mm. So much of the nurturing, the the the, the you know, the life giving, all of that like iconic imagery of feminine power we lose and i think jesus as a queer man embodies a lot of the feminine power that was taken out and so for me when i think about how much like people hated Jesus like it never really made sense to me because I can understand okay maybe he's saying some stuff that's a little bit off key and maybe you don't, you think that he's blasphemous or whatever but at the end of the day if you look and you see him doing all this good stuff like what is the what's the drama <clears throat> but I think how offensive it would have been for a feminine man a very clearly queer feminine man to have the blessing of God like that it becomes a complete affront against the patriarchy. And I think that that's why. Because I... That is so wild. That is blowing my mind. I'm just sitting here in silence. I'm just (laughs) actually blowing my mind. Yeah, so, so so when I saw Little Nas X, I was just like, yes, my G. Yes, my G. Top that do you, top. Do you know why it's blowing my mind? Because <laughs> I was listening to a podcast this mm-hmm. week. 
Um, and it was by, uh, who was it? What's her name? It's Shani Nicholas. Um, it was with the Marianne Williamson podcast, but it was with someone called Shani Nicholas. Mm-hmm. And Shani Nicholas is an astrologer, mm-hmm. a queer woman astrologer. And um, she basically was saying that, because obviously she's into, she's into the messages that the stars are aligning and it's the stars are giving her and she's kind of going through that and whatnot. But I think she, she said something and I have to go back and listen to it. But it did say something along the lines of queerness is coming back mm. to the beginning of where it started yes. Yes. and something like something along those lines. Yeah. Um, I need to listen back to it. Because yeah, she said it's always because she cause, cause, yeah because she said it's always I will, she said it's always been here. Of course, it's always been here, um, and it's never it never went away. No, but the system no. that we've been under have been there for so long. It's so yeah, I was just like, this is yep. some stuff, and I am here for it all. A hundred, one hundred, right about now. It yeah, is about you know. it is about everybody kind of jumping into their own time when they have to learn certain things or mm. or just kind of fulfill what they need to fulfill on this earth and this planet mm-hmm. um, in their earthly earthly bodies. So mm. I've been doing a lot of kind of under, like reading and um, studying around soul cycles mm. and about um, so and uh, about kind of um, there's a book called The Seat of the Soul by Gary Zukav. Um, which is really dope, um, and I bet you have it. You have it, don't you? No, 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 no. I was oh, thinking. Okay. I, I was going to make a joke. I was going to be uh, like, the guy from uh, Greece, <laughs> the T Birds. No, but Gary Zukav. So you're such a fool, man. Anyway, but Gary Zukav, he basically was. Uh, it's, it's, it's when you start, like, and you know, with regards to uh, soul cycles, mm-hmm. every. I think the, the theory is this, the idea, the belief, is that every soul goes through a cycle um, and they kind of age up mm, as yeah. they as, as they go through each cycle. And the, the mm-hmm. starts from baby soul and all the way to mm-hmm. the very end to elder soul. Mm-hmm. And then, but you have to go through each cycle within a life, within several lifetimes in order for you to get to elder soul and then after elder soul you kind of then progress into the next phase of mm-hmm. being existence so you can have somebody who is a mature soul who's had their soul kind of like gone through certain elements of of life um prior mm-hmm. to this one mm-hmm. um and is in a process of kind of like understanding the maturity level of mm-hmm of the, where they're at now um, and then you've got like teen souls who are really kind of like the adventurous kind of you know you've got like the adventurous yeah, yeah, spirits yeah. who are like really trying yeah. to like rebel against everything because they want to make their, make their thing and you've got those kind of personalities and it's just like really trying to figure out like um, kind of where they where they are and they're trying to find their place and you know some people they have like he's a really restless spirit and he's all this and the other it's good like you know what I mean it's these, it's mm-hmm. these kind of conversations so having so I've been looking a lot about looking at uh, looking at that as an expansion to really figure out um, where we're where we're at um, mm. as a just as a people as a species I suppose mm. and um, because when I start thinking about I think I heard it first on Oprah's 
thought I think it's called Super Soul Sundays. I think she had a conversation. I think it, she had a conversation. I can't remember whether it was with Gary Zukav or not. Uh-huh. But um, it, it was a it was a very interesting conversation, which then, which then led me to go and start researching and looking into it more because um, when we start thinking about our soul and and the ages that they go through and the experiences that they go through, Gary Zukav also kind of has this idea of that you know the souls choose the the body the person mm. they choose the person before they get here the decision has already been made you know what i mean like yeah. it's so weird because you know when you've met somebody you're like oh i feel like i've known you yeah longer long than, than it was yeah, like yeah, i feel yeah, like yeah, i've known yeah. you rich for like a long time and, yeah, and yeah, yeah, in yeah. the grand scheme of things it hasn't like it has been a long yeah. time, but it hasn't been a long time. Like when yeah. people say a long yeah. time, I'm thinking like, I always think that there are people that I've met and I've been like, do I know you from somewhere? Sort of thing. Um, and it's that kind of stuff that kind of gets me because I'm also like, yeah. 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 was there like a council of people? <laughs> like they were just like, all right, so I'm going to go down to this person. I'm going to meet you when I'm 27 in this physical <laughs> body. And... We gonna we, we gonna we gonna kick it in the on the in, in the earth cycle, okay? Peace. Have you seen um, Have you seen Soul? Yeah, that is. I've seen that Soul. So when I reminds me of yeah yeah yeah. So when I watched Soul, I was like, oh my god, like this is everything I've been thinking of. Because I I don't I don't believe any idea is original <laughs> at all. Like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm not arrogant yeah. enough to think that you have everybody. One person has these original ideas. I think uh-huh. people are better off at executing it than others. Yeah. But um. Soul really spoke to me. It's not a children's film by any means. I don't know any child's going to sit there and talk about and get, have all these existential yeah. questions thrown at them. The great beyond, the great before, the great yeah. all this stuff. Ooh. Yeah, it's going to be like, what's this? I just want to know. What, I just want to know why this man playing music and he can, he keeps jumping from body to body. Like that's 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 basically <laughs> it. But like, yeah, that really. But I feel like I don't personally. I don't think it's as technical as the way that they've done it with regards to like you know mm. the little stars of the clipboards and they're like, okay, so this mm-hmm. person's gonna go here. Da, 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 da. I don't. Yeah. I don't quite believe that, but um, I do believe that there's a. I feel like I like the idea of there being a council of yeah spirit yeah. leaders. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And being like, okay, yeah. so you know, like, have you seen Pan's Labyrinth? I haven't actually. Is it good? Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. But basically, though, you know, I think the main, the main character I forgot what her name is, but she, um, you know, she's uh, she's lost in the on Earth, but she's a princess of the underworld and all these different things, and she has to find her way back to the underworld as, as part of oh. her journey to get back home, sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like there's an, an underworld. It's like it's a royal family, and it's like this whole okay. thing. Um, but like in my mind, that and that's just kind of the way I I look at it because I feel like your parents. It's like your parents' souls could be younger than the soul that you have. Do you yes. know what I mean? And they could, yes. and it could be a completely different thing in a different dimension, yeah. a different space. Which yeah. is sometimes, which is why, and it's like each soul has a, has to come and learn something from mm-hmm. another mm-hmm. by being on here, mm-hmm. by being in this mm-hmm. body and in this person and in this physical space. So I'm always like, I mm-hmm. must be learning something from somebody in order for me to be here. Like, yeah. what is it that I'm learning? And then when people die, yeah. you've learned what you need to learn from them and they've learned what they need to learn. And it's time mm-hmm. for them to go. We get caught up on how people die mm. and things like that and when. But I also have to kind of really kind of tap into that and just be like, well, what did we learn from this person? What did they leave? And what mm-hmm. did they, and what did, and what did they come here to do? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's I think that's very beautiful. It it leaves a lot of open questions for me in terms of like tragedies and you know child child death and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. I hear that. It, and there's I mean yeah. even even this is the like even in I remember lis- I remember listening to something um talking about the ancient Jewish texts and there's so much kind of context or subtext and, and, and external writings about what they believed about the spiritual realm and it's very 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 different to the kind of typical mainstream Christian stuff that we get taught which is very very heavily influenced by kind of Greco-Roman um, philosophy <clears throat> Um, so I think that there's yeah like there's so much stuff that is still to be explored and 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 understood and passed through. But I have to say like the more I've I've kind of reconnected with my spirituality, the more focused I have become on what is here right now. Like I used to be very very preoccupied with what what is beyond this life mm-hmm. um, but at the moment I'm very much like if like let's take what you just said right if my focus is what I need to learn now the amount of time that I spend musing or figuring out what is happening after now or what happened before now, mm. I just think I'm losing time in actually learning the lessons that I'm here to learn. And doing the things that I'm meant to do, like, I, I really want to have an impact on the world to make it better in some significant way. And Good. I spent so much time in my head, um, you know, pontificating about possible spiritual futures, um, that I just feel like I haven't invested as much time in, like what you said before, you know, my mission here now, as mm. I as I should have done. So yeah, it's, it, I mean, all of it is very very interesting for me, but I'm I'm just, I guess I've become more aware of the my tendency to spend too much time thinking and not enough time doing, actually doing shit to make people's mm. lives better. So. Yeah, yeah. My therapist told me that I'm too busy doing, and in my Is whole it? book, I said that I said that we need to get better at being. And I was looking at her and I was like, "Why are you dragging me like this?" <laughs> because she was basically like to me, "Look, I, you know." I said to her, "I said to her, to my friend Ryan now, yeah. who produces the show." Uh-huh. He basically said, um, "Alex, are you going to take a break? You need to take a break." When are you going to take some time for yourself? Da, 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 da. So I raised this as casual conversation <laughs> to my therapist. I don't like therapy, therapists. Okay, I'm a trainee therapist. Yeah, so this is actually really jokes. But they hold on to things like, of like oh, let's, do, let's talk about that. <laughs> like, circle back to what you said earlier. When, why? Um, it's not what I came yeah. to talk to you about today. But, um, and it was really funny because I was like, it was really funny because I was like, look, oh my days, like, 
essentially you came to the conclusion that working is my rest. Like this is restful oh for me, my even though like goodness. this is fine conversation. Oh, Obviously, no. got to edit it and stuff and do all this. But for me, it's like I'm like, okay, this is cool. This is just what I'm doing. This is great. Like this is <laughs> like out out here hoovering the house. Like you know what I mean? Like I'm just <laughs> doing what I'm doing. Not to not to say that I wasn't just like sitting down for like three hours watching Hellstrom on Disney Plus. Yeah. I mean, interested. the last time I called you, you were like. So that's what I'm saying. A nice nap. That's what I'm saying. People are like, oh, Alex, you don't rest, you don't understand. But I'm just like, but I'd be sleeping. Like, I actually be sleeping at random times of the day. But but you know um, what? What, what this, another thing that I'm I'm trying to challenge myself on at the moment is rest is very deliberate. Rest is a rest is like an activity. It's mm, not a passive. Good. It's not a passive thing. Like because you can sit down and watch Netflix and get up at the end of four hours of binging whatever and be just as tired as when you started or more tired. Mm. So that to me is not rest. And I think, like, I I did laugh, but there is some truth in what you said. I think everyone needs to discover Mm. what is actually restful for them. Mm -hmm. Because there are times when, like, you might go roller skating and that can be very, very restful. Now, physically, that is exhausting for your body, but it could yeah. be the kind of rest that you need, um, especially if a lot of your work is so kind of cerebral. You do a lot of thinking, a lot of reading, a lot of processing of information. And it can be that, you know, in order to rest from that work, you need to get out of your mind and back into your body um, and go and do something that doesn't require that kind of, <clears throat> that same kind of thinking. Yeah. Um, I was watching a YouTube video yesterday of I was uh, I was just fully coveting this designer <clears throat> who was like oh yeah just decided to uh just to redesign my house and I went down to depot and got myself a load of cherry oak plywood and just he just pimped out his whole place and I was just like oh to have the power tools and the time um, the power but, tools and the time. Yes, man. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. Listen, from now I'm just saying to everyone. If anyone asks me about gift lists, well, what do you want on your Christmas gift list? What do you want I'm just gonna say, just get me power tools, man. Done. Power tools. You can't afford power tools. Give me some nice chisels. I'm, I'm, I'm all about it. <laughs> I'm trying to live that carpet to life. Oh, I'm not playing. I love no, but, but, but that. See that for me is something that I've discovered. I've always enjoyed working with wood, um, but actually taking the time to sit down and plan out a project like this is what I want to build this is how it's going to look in the end this is what I need to do in order to achieve that like and then to actually go and make it that is very restful for me um it's difficult it's not easy and it can be you know incredibly frustrating when I measure something wrong or cut in the wrong place or whatever but at the end of doing that when I actually have succeeded in building something that then you know, either gives me more space or enables me to organise myself better, you know, that creates rest for me. Mm. So, I think, and the reason I started thinking about this more in depth is because I was speaking to my therapist and a bit like you, I innocently dropped something in and she circled back and came with the one-two punch and was like, so... Hadouken. Let's talk about yeah, Hadouken. Let's talk about why you do that. And I was just—I used to be <laughs> early on. Yeah, I would—I would just—I would try and finagle it and be like, "Well, you know, blah, blah. 
I don't even bother anymore. I was just like, yeah, I think it's just because I'm, I've where where I have developed my kind of reaction, my yeah. reaction formation, my reaction to the trauma, mm-hmm. is that I have I have become excellent in escapism. Yeah, I like to escape, and this is what I was saying before about you know thinking about all of these spiritual things. That was a kind of escapism for me. So until, unless I begin to ground that stuff, that thought, and actually apply it, then it's just another distraction. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but escapism is not the same as rest. It's not. And that's another that that's like something that I've had to really work on recently. Is figuring out. It's, Am I doing this to escape? Yeah. Or is this a restful activity for me? It's low key high functioning depression slash high functioning anxiety in a way. If we if we're gonna if we're gonna if we're gonna if we're gonna get deep <laughs> Like I always try to I always try to hold this stuff back. I was like I was like, I don't actually wanna go there. But I wanna stay here. Here's fun, here's fine. But there that's where the juice. That's what the juice is, man. And it's just like, high yeah, it's usually low-key high-functioning stuff. And um, But it's really interesting what you say about carpentry, man. I I really want to get into carpentry. And um, oh, I just, it's like, you know, I I do want to build my own shelves. And I know that I was mm-hmm. taking a cut of you for building your shelves, but I do want to build my own <laughs> shelves. I want to, no, I want to build my own bookcase. That was That's like my oh. own thing. But I want to yes. go. But I was saying to my therapist, where I'd like to her look like rest for me would yeah. be to go to the cabin in the woods with no reception, mm-hmm. and literally just hear birds outside chirping, 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 doing yeah. what they're doing, reading books in the evening, just minding my business. Literally the most peaceful <laughs> thing. But also, I'll be outside building doors. And shelves yeah. and little yeah. wooden little little birds, you know them little bird little bird little sculptures. <laughs> and I'm just like, but I, okay, so I put but it on I, like my but, shelf, and every time I go to the cabin, each bird marks a time I was there. But you can start. But you can start. But you're laughing. But you can start building your birds now. I know that, I know, and that's exactly what my therapist said to me. And I was like, to her, but hey. actually, I bet you're actually moving mad though, because <laughs> this is in my mind. <laughs> you're actually trying to make but me. You're trying to make me. Do this for real. You're like, trying to, yeah, like you want me to. You're trying to now? make me expand myself. Are you but, mad? But this is, but this yeah. is see, and this is what it's I true, am though. excellent at is holding all of these desires, holding all of these plans, holding all of these possibilities in the future. That's true. That's true. That's this is like I I've realized that I'm gold star student at doing this. Because if you the hold them in the future, you never have to risk actually doing them. Yeah, and the future's safe. The future is very safe because it never comes. Yeah. Okay, it comes, but it also... No, but you never experience the future. But yeah, but, but you, you, you never you, experience the future. Yeah, yeah, that's true, actually. That's true. You only, ever fu- you only experience your future present, don't you? That's it. Alice is trying to come with these these, these it's twisted. Tr- it's true that your future <laughs> your future present is your present. Yeah, your in the future. future past. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your past will always be your past. <laughs> your past will always be your past. But your future present will be the future present. You know yeah, what I mean? of course, the future present. Yeah, pending. You know, and, and, you, and you're right. You never realize, and you never realize you're there until you're there. 
Yeah. Until you're 40 with a bad hip and you're like, actually, <laughs> when I was 25, I did not. I was not thinking about this. <laughs> I was not thinking yeah. about this hip. When I was 25, yeah. I was always saying to myself, oh, I'll stretch later, I'll stretch later. Now I've got this hip. Yeah, I see. You know what I'm saying? But get you can chiro- start... Get your you chiropractor. Start, you can start carving your birds, Alex. You just need yeah. yourself a soft wood and, so, and a knife. A soft wood and a knife. Actually, I might do it. Mm. I might. I will do it. I need to, I, but I've got... I buy too many hobby things. But I do want to start sculpting. Um, I want to start making wooden sculptures, so... For sure. For nice. sure. For you sure. don't even need to buy it. You just go and find some wood somewhere. And when you're next walking in the park... Just keep an eye out for... Not me looking around my room for wood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see you. Like, like, don't start pulling things off your wall yet. Not me looking um, around my room for any kind of piece of wood that I can, that I can find. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're right. You're right. But, I, but for me, like, I would want the kit, though. So I'd probably just find a, like, a wood-making kit. Okay, but don't let that be a barrier to entry. No, 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 no. Because I, I, I can't just take out one of my mum's kitchen knives and start doing like, this thing. A good knives. <laughs> you could if you it. bought her a new knife. You could. If I bought her oh, a new look, knife I got set. I've this gift. Here's a new, new knife set. For you. Actually, and then you've got the old ones. But the agenda, but but then but it's self-serving. It's, that means it's not a gift for me. It's a it's a trade. <laughs> but you're. It's well, an exchange. You could look at, it, look it's at it another quid way. It's a quid pro quo. <laughs> well, here's look at it another way. Then are you going to go and spend that money on yourself to buy yourself a woodworking kit? Or are you going to say, actually, I'm going to use this money to bless my mum and give her something nicer than she has now, and I will take her leftovers. Essentially, I'll take her rubbish, and I will use this. Actually, there's a, actually the kitchen block is wooden. Wow, see who you go. See him now, see the wheels turning. I might have to take that still. <laughs> All right. So um, oh, we boy. are coming to time. Um, yeah. We didn't talk about nothing. We didn't talk about nothing. We talk about about nothing, but we talk about everything at the same time. At the same damn time. time. Um, I want to actually ask you, what are you watching? What what have you been watching recently or reading? Um, I've been watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, Um, I heard that's good. It is is actually good. It is good. I'm not going to lie. And what have I been reading? I just started... uh, What is it called? I'm gonna have to check. Hold on. Oh, oh, have you heard of a book called Burnout? Burnout. Yeah. Nope. By Emily and Amelia Nogoski. Nope. I think you would rate these two. Okay. Um, I'm gonna send you. You're on Audible, aren't it? Of course I am. Yeah. Let me send you. I'm this. on all things all the time. <laughs> all things all the time but nothing this. but not Twitter <laughs> no, yeah but not Twitter where I was having this beef that I wouldn't talk to you about oh my um, god let me send you this link on Audible but who did I hear I heard about these sisters through which podcast was I listening to mm-hmm. ooh was it Brené Brown <gasps> yes Brené Brown yeah, I think it's Brené Brown po- um, Brown's podcast. But what were they? What were they? The, are they the classic musicians? No, one of them is a classic. Oh, yeah, one of them's a classic musician, and one of them's a scientist, and they're twins, right? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So yeah, so off the back of that podcast, I got the book, um, and I've just started listening. Burnt to out, that. yeah, I remember. Yeah, very, very good. Okay. So this is yeah, this is one of the things because I realized 
um, a few weeks back that I've been living in the trauma of my childhood all my life. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that, friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this idea of of completing stress cycles is something that I want to learn for myself and really kind of incorporate into my my daily or weekly rhythms. Yeah. For sure. Wow. Yeah. Alright, so that's burnout. Um, what am I watching? I'm watching Hellstrom. Hellstrom? Hell what? Hellstrom on Disney Plus, the adult side of Disney Plus. Wait, so, oh no, I'm thinking of Invincible. What is that? What's that about? So basically, it's about brother and sister who are the son and daughter of this demon. Okay. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they are using, and they use their powers to exercise demons and you know stop serial killers okay. who are demons okay. and it's like it's hella dark in places it? but it's good I like it. I liked it I had to turn it off after episode 2 though for a while because it was getting a bit mad and it was really? good Friday and I was like I can't actually yeah. watch it this weekend <laughs> however <laughs> however it's pretty good um, what am I reading right now Right now, because I'm in the middle of training um, for as a therapist, um, I've just I've been reading a lot around um, person-centered therapy and um, psychotherapy mm. in itself. But um, I actually just I actually bought um, "Man Heal Thyself" by Queen Afua and um, Supernova Salon. So their mother and daughter, mother and daughter, their mother and son, mm-hmm. and um, they literally have like practices in there. Um, it's like I said to my friend, it's like a progressive hotel moment. You know, like, you know, like when you know, like when, you know, like when hoteps were like, you know, my brother, my sister, empress, all this yeah. different stuff, yeah. But they, but they, but they're still toxic. These guys are like <laughs> wellness warriors, yeah. But they're quite like progressive it's really weird yeah. but um so yeah so i'm reading i'm reading through that and um what's it called what's it called man heal thyself because queen Afua mm-hmm. she wrote um woman heal thyself mm-hmm. and it basically is it's like setting up practices to kind of really build your kitchen to become a medicinal nice. thing really the, the practices that men need to be using to because in the in our western culture in the way that we kind of sit mm-hmm. in these chairs and this stuff it kind mm-hmm. of it it alters our bodies and it like it and right. you know it's why a lot of like issues happen and stuff so i'm gonna just go through that and i probably will update as we do this show just cool. to kind of like throw in some of the, some of the stuff the teachings that he's put in there that they put in there um so that's pretty good uh, but yeah um should we should we wrap up yeah man yeah yeah, yeah. okay let me send you yeah all right, so, guys, that has been Talk More. And we did talk more, flipping out. <laughs> um, you know where to find me. This is where I'm at all the time. But, Richard, where can people find mm. you? Um, you can find me on Instagram. I'm at the one Harris, T-H-E, one the number, not the word, and H-A-R-R-I-S. Um, 
I have put one poem up on Spotify under the podcast Good Grief, but I will be putting more stuff up there. <laughs> but people can go and listen to my listen to my nonsense there as well. Wicked. I look forward to coming back again. Um, it should be either two weeks or four. <laughs> not sure. Not sure when it'll come. But again, as I always say, remember to be bold, be kind, and be courageous, um, and stay to stay on being encouraged. Okay, I'll catch you next time. Bye. Nice. Bye, everyone. <laughs>